Whether you're at work, at home, or work at home, thanks for listening at work. Great job. You're on the job with Merritt's Greatest Hits, Q101. Q101 Merritt is a small Patterson Media-owned station in BC's Nicola Valley. With a staff of just three, the radio station is the only broadcast media outlet located in the community that was evacuated November 15th after torrential rain that triggered flooding and mudslides in the region. Those evacuations included Q101, which is continuing to carry on operations from sister station B100 in Kamloops. Program director Roger White took time to speak to Broadcast Dialogue about weathering a year of wildfires and water on top of the challenges of the pandemic. I'm Roger White. I'm the program director and the morning show host for Q101 in Merritt, British Columbia. My broadcasting journey began 1986 in Nova Scotia at CKDH Radio. And my journey has taken me across the country to British Columbia with stops in Ontario, New Brunswick, and in Saskatchewan. And I've been in the business since 1986. My current role basically is the morning show host. I'm also in charge of programming and, well, just about everything that's going on at the radio station. I've got my fingers involved in and use a bit and also commercials, production, and what have you. So you've been in Merritt for about three and a half years, I guess. It has been three and a half. Let's start by talking about the community of Merritt. And for those who don't know, can you talk about where it's geographically located within BC and what kind of place it is? It's basically a a wonderful little spot. Merritt is a community, a city of about 8,000, 9,000 people. Very generous, very giving community. It is south of Kamloops, about 45 minutes south of Kamloops and about an hour and 20 minutes away from Kelowna. We're also about an hour and a half away from Hope right now, which is making the driving, as you know, uh, increasingly difficult with with what happens on the Coquihalla. If I'm correct, there are a lot of stations broadcasting into the region, but Patterson is the only one that has a station right in the community. That is correct. Uh, Patterson uh, Media Group has uh, the only station that broadcasts out of the community and we do have stations that broadcast in although with the hills and vales around it's difficult sometimes to pick up other stations from say Kamloops and Kelowna as well so really we are the community station and that's why uh, we've been doing so well. Let's talk about your week Roger. When did you get an inkling that you might be in trouble weather-wise? We got an inkling probably, well, it was very, very early on Sunday morning. My news professional, Michael Reeve, he had uh, received a text and he went into the radio station very early. I came in about an hour or two later. We uh, monitored the situation. We had known that something was up when the floodwaters started to come and it, it, it continued to rain and rain and rain. So we knew something was going to happen. We had, uh, you know, we were on the air early uh, at six o'clock to tell people, you know, this is what's happening. And yeah, we were we were kept up to date as far as the evacuation order when it came shortly after 10, I believe. But we had had other evacuation notices and orders as well from outside the community. And uh, it was about, it was probably very early, probably around two o'clock personally, about two, about two o'clock in the morning when I knew we were in trouble. Because I had heard that uh, before, when I came to the Merritt area in 2018, they had had severe flooding. Uh, at that particular time in June of 2018. And I knew 
uh, what kind of a, a chaos it threw the city in. But when they start talking about the amounts of rain that were coming down with mudslides and washing out of bridges here and there, we knew we were going to be in trouble. So can you talk about how that evacuation went and, you know, how you and your staff are doing? Our evacuation went really, really well, simply because we don't have a huge staff. We have three, and most of us were able to get out on, in timely fashion. Uh, Michael and I were the last, Michael, my news guy, and I were the last ones out of the radio station. So we both were out of there probably by noon, and we were on our way to Kamloops at that particular time. Uh, coming to the Kamloops area uh, was uh, is, is good. We are man- managing as well as we can. The, the folks here in Kamloops have certainly made us feel welcome and not a burden. And uh, yeah, the, the, the situation right now is, uh, is good. We're getting the information to the folks in Merritt. Uh, there's about 1,000 people or 800 people that are still remaining in the city. Plus, we've also got our online uh, features uh, because people are all over the area. They're in Salmon Arm. They're in Kelowna. They're in Kamloops. They are in Williams Lake. They are in Ashcroft, all over where they could be transported and where they could get to with family and friends. So we've been able to do that online and get the information to people. And uh, hopefully we're going to get some announcements here very soon. What have you been told about what things look like today and when people might get back into their homes? Well, we're still waiting as of right now at this particular juncture. We're still waiting to hear what uh, is going on. Uh, the rapid damage assessment was completed yesterday by the city of Merritt. And what they're doing is they have three different types of flags. If your house is flagged with green, then you may be able to go home very soon. If your home is uh, tagged with a yellow flag, you're going to have some restrictions for going home. And if, of course, if you have a red flag on your home, then you're not going anytime soon. Uh, as far as what we're hearing about the city right now, the uh, mayor of Merritt, her worship, uh, Linda Brown, said our city is not going to look the same as it was when we left a week ago. There are some streets that are, of course, torn up. There are buildings and there are properties that are destroyed. And then there's other places that not looking like it hasn't been touched at all. So... I guess we really won't know until we get in there to take a look. We do have folks sending pictures uh, here and there, but uh, but that's basically of the damage. No one's showing pictures of of what is not damaged. So uh, that's that's where we're at right now. Do you know what you're going back to personally, Roger? I don't believe my property will be affected. Uh, in fact, uh, of the three of us that work from the Merritt radio station, I believe all of our properties should be green lighted. Uh, the only issue is that all three of us are in lower planed areas. What we had, what we figure is going to happen is the folks who are in the higher terrain areas will be allowed to go home first, but they'll also be under a boil advisory, boil water advisory, and a caution to use as very little water as possible because they're not operating with all of the wells at this particular point. Right. So you mentioned people sending photos what kind of calls are you getting? What are you hearing from from listeners? Our listeners right now, basically, they just want to know when they can go home. They are, you know, uh, there's a lot of misinformation out on social media. Uh, our radio station, of course, uh, other radio stations, newspapers, and what have you. We only broadcast the facts, not ra- uh, rumors and innuendos. So those are those are what's uh, basically what 
the phone calls we're getting is just people wanting clarification. We heard a rumor that this is going on. Well, no, that's not happening. We, you know, I'm under the understanding that this has happened. No, it's not happening. You know, so we've been telling people, you know, keep tuned to our website, the city's website, uh, the local newspaper's website, you know, the, 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 the standalone websites that uh, will give you the information, the correct information you need. And, uh, you know, maybe just stay off some of those social media sites that may have suspect information. You're an adult contemporary station. Did you adjust your programming at all over the past week? Or is digital really the focus of getting, you know, that messaging out to your audience? Well, we're going to have to be digital right at this point because we are, you know, we're not at the radio station. You know, we have to work and uh, get the information out. So we we have uh, changed a little bit of our format. The, the music, no, not so much. But for example, we uh, when we broadcast the weather forecast, we normally used to just broadcast uh, the merit forecast. But since there's probably a few thousand people here in the Kamloops area, we also do the Kamloops weather for our listeners who are listening because they are very faithful. They will go to q101.ca. And they will listen to our radio station and get the information because they want to know what's happening and what's going on in the community. Uh, other radio stations, probably they'll get it only at news time, whereas we are, as soon as we get it, we pass it along to the people. So those are what uh, our programming is. We're more, uh, we're more hands-on than the average bear, so we're, we're just ready to go at any moment's time. From a business perspective, we've been emerging from the pandemic, but in addition to this current situation, you were also on evacuation alert this past summer because of all of the wildfire activity in that area. Has that compounded the challenges of, you know, keeping a radio station going in the current climate? We've been fortunate to have great clients, okay, and these great clients have stayed with us through thick and thin, and it has been a trying 16, 18, maybe two years not only with COVID, but with the wildfires, as you said, because the community was on evacuation notice. The communities, you know, have uh, our communities, business people have been, uh, you know, certainly uh, given a rough time with COVID and mass and some people shutting down and for, for the first year. And then, uh, you know, all the uh, ramifications of the last year with COVID. And then you throw the wildfires on. Everybody would have their, uh, you know, go bag ready to go at any particular time because we didn't know which direction the wildfires were coming. Everybody was on edge. And now this. So um, the great thing about it is it's a very resilient community. I've only been here for three and a half years, but I have seen the way that this community rallies around each other. Somebody's in need. They're all in need. And that is a great thing. And I, I, I've been across the, ra- uh, across the country and I've been in very a lot of great communities. I really have. But this community stands above, especially in times of trouble, especially in times of need. So I have no doubt in my mind that uh, Merrick cannot recover, if not bigger and better than what it was. A lot of us who've been in the business, uh, you know, for any considerable length of time, you look back on certain events as career pinnacles or highlights. Would, Would you say that this definitely falls into that category for you? It's in the top five, that's for sure. Uh, you know, 9-11 might be perhaps the uh, the pinnacle of when that happened. And uh, also in a uh, related story, when uh, half of a city block in Amherst, Nova Scotia, burned, I believe, in 2010, I believe, uh, that was that's, that's in there. But this is certainly one as well with the wildfires and uh, with 
with the pandemic and uh, with this recent flooding and the evacuation, it's 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 in the top three with without a doubt. Is there a thought that you want to close on, Roger? I just think that uh, you know probably the the one thing is is to people who are uh, reading, listening, or what have you, thank you for your kind thoughts and words. Uh, it really means a lot to not only at the radio station, but when we get uh, information, we get the information to the people. And when people, are, we're getting notices from all over the world. You know, we got a uh, text message from Liverpool, England on Tuesday, from Finland on Wednesday, you know, from Amarillo, Texas on, you know, people are just texting us, letting us know that they care. And this is, and this is indicative. You know, we hear so much negativity out there about the world and what have you. But uh, when times come down like this, you certainly see the good in the world. Yes, there is a little bit ugly, but uh, we like to try to focus more on the positive aspects of what's going on. And again, like I said, I think that once this is all said and done, 2022, we'll be able to rebuild whoever's in need. We'll be able to get together behind. And uh, yeah, just basically just keep an eye out for Merit in 2022. I think you'll see a huge, huge rebound. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us, Roger. Connie, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.